0: News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. The planned release of hostages in Gaza, along with Palestinian prisoners in Israel, has been delayed until Friday. The change is said to be connected to the list of names that Hamas provided to Israel. Earlier, we spoke with the former U.S. ambassador to Bahrain, Adam Morelli, about the significance of the breakthrough deal. They agree to pause the fighting, but they don't. They say, you know, after this release is we go back to killing each other. As much as this deal is a necessity for Netanyahu, uh, a, a ceasefire is political kryptonite for him, right? Because it means that you're letting Hamas off the hook, and you can't afford to do that. So it, it just seems to me that this is a tactical necessity in the sense that it allows him to get some prisoners back, then they have a sort of green light to go at Hamas even harder than they did before because they've gotten people out. Ambassador Adam Arelli. The White House says the final logistics for the first day of the agreement's implementation are almost complete. Sam Altman is returning as CEO of OpenAI. OpenAI's board will undergo an overhaul. The board will be led by Brett Taylor, a former co-CEO of Salesforce. The other directors are Larry Summers, the former U.S. Treasury Secretary, and Adam D'Angelo, the CEO of Quora. Microsoft will also likely have representation as its AI strategy hinges on OpenAI's technology. But Bloomberg's Mandeep Singh says that may not always be the case. There are still a lot of questions that need to be answered, and uh, I, I think Microsoft definitely will have a bigger say going forward, but probably they will want to build their own LLM and uh, you know not be too dependent on OpenAI for their Azure cloud product or their co-pilots because uh, tomorrow if something else happens, you know talent leaving OpenAI, that's a big risk for Microsoft. An internal investigation at OpenAI will be conducted into the conduct that led to Sam Altman's dismissal. An OPEC Plus meeting scheduled for this weekend has now been postponed until November 30th. Delegates cited tensions with Saudi Arabia over oil production levels. The Saudis have been cutting an additional one million barrels a day since July, and they want other OPEC members to cut more. We heard from Ellen Wald, senior fellow at the Atlantic Council. What the Saudis are basically saying is the production quotas aren't reflective of what's actually happening on the ground. And this is, I think, disruptive to the oil market and helps cause volatility. The problem is that A lot of the countries that need to have lower baselines are these groups of African countries. And so in June, they were told this is going to be your new baseline unless Mm -hmm. you can prove by November that you can produce more. And that's where a lot of the controversy is happening now. Ellen Wald, senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, crude is down about 18 percent from its peak in September. A pre-Thanksgiving feast of economic data just getting started before investors head home for the holiday. The weekly jobless claims that usually come out on Thursday are out and Bloomberg's Lisa Abramowitz has the numbers. And it comes out 209,000 uh, jobless claims. That is down from 231,000 the previous month. And that is down from the expectation of 227,000. So this was uh, actually a better than expected uh, initial jobless read. It's the first drop for weekly jobless claims in two weeks. Durable goods orders, meanwhile, came in worse than expected. They fell 5.4% in October. Automaker Stellantis has announced a recall of more than 32,000 of its hybrid Jeep Wrangler SUVs because they pose a potential fire risk. The story from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. As part of what the company describes as a routine review of customer information, Stellantis determined that eight of the hybrid Wranglers had caught fire while they were turned off and parked. Six of the vehicles were being charged when the fire started. The company said it does not believe anyone was hurt in the fires. The SUVs affected by the recall can still be driven until they are fixed, but Stellantis is recommending that they be parked away from buildings and not be charged until they can be. Repaired in New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun from May 14th to 16th. A thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state